Let's get this bitch started. I said we got this. Flow stupid, yet the rhyme's so brilliant. Never could you bring the kid down, I'm too resilient. And fuck them biting ass niggas who be stealing. Y'all niggas copy my style like a chameleon. I'm a Brazilian, that's one in a million. Too high for ceilings, it's how I am feeling. What the blood clot? How did all these nug rocks have me looking dumb hot with my eyes all bloodshot? Now that's a mugshot. Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast HQ up in this bitch. Yes, sir, yes, sir, we're back with another episode, and this may be episode 100 or whatever in in our whole series of episodes, but this is episode two of Koopa's new motherfucking computer. Shout out to the new computer. Shout out to the plug. Shout out to the sponsor. Gang, gang. You know what the time it is. We here. We crispy clear, and we ready for that ass, man. We here. Let's get it. And I'm going to tell you, Mama Koopa, thank you for the shout out. Yes, thank, <laughs> you. <laughs> thank you, Mama Koopa. We... we we are greatly appreciated or appreciative of, of your uh, of your donations for sure. Exactly, exactly. Thank you very much. But let's go ahead and slide into our regular episode for this week. Uh, we for got sure. a, we got a few things that we wanted to touch on that have happened uh, mm-hmm. in and around the culture this week. And the first yep. one I wanted to get into, not so much the culture, but it's the I guess you want to call it the human culture. Um, for sure. This past month, there has been the European Championships where all the European teams in soccer fight to be the best team in Europe. And the winners were Italy over England. They got beaten in penalties. And the saddest part was that England, in extra time, I want to say like right before extra time was over, put in like two fresh attacking players. Both of them happened to be black with the purpose of having them prepared to go in for a possible shootout, which is what ended up happening to decide the game. Now, both of these players, which I, I think it was a dumb thing because you don't really want to put, thing. you don't want to put cold players into a hot mm-hmm. atmosphere like like a fucking exactly. championship game is, especially a final, a, a final, final. <laughs> with penalties, which are like easily the most nerve wracking thing to have to do in a soccer game. Yes, yes. But both of these young black men missed their penalties and, of course, were crying and, you know, in, in the defeat and everything. They're already fucked up because they done missed an, uh, a chance at a fucking national turn- like ter- trophy, which I think would like been their first national trophy since like the 50s or some shit like that. Yeah. And so, you know, they're already fucked up. The whole team is, you know, just messed up over the whole thing. And then, of course... The white people come out and want to be white as possible on Instagram, Twitter, and all that other shit. And want to be sending crazy messages and death threats and all this other dumb mm-hmm. shit to both these young brothers. To the point where one of their murals somewhere in, I want to say, I don't know if it's London or Manchester. Because I can't remember where the player plays right now. But I think it was Marcus Rashford. Um, yeah. Where his mural was defaced over in the UK uh, with a bunch of racist shit spray painted over it. And of course, the community came and put up, you know, trash bags to cover it and put up little signs of, you know, we're with you, blah, blah, blah. And there was just a whole bunch of shit across the wall. And somebody did come eventually and fix the mural. But it's just like, it's fucked up. I mean, like, you always see shit like this when it comes to sports. People will talk shit about whoever it is that loses. Like, that's guaranteed. But, like, when it comes to people of color, why y'all got to be fucking racist? Like, this is a team sport. These aren't the only motherfuckers on the team. Before these guys got in, all the mother white folks on the on England national team could have scored more goals so that they won the game proper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. But, like, it and, comes and, down to know, these guys. Yeah, no, one of the things that, um, that comes to mind for me is how many 
you know, African players who are or born in African countries that come over to teams like Italy, Portugal, Spain, get nationalized mm-hmm. and are African at, at heart, at birth, and come to play at these essentially white teams. Italy, you had you had the same thing with um what was the dude's name? Is it Botelli? Balotelli, yeah, in Italy. Balotelli, mm-hmm. yeah, you had the same shit happen in Italy. A couple, I, I don't know if you remember that, but yep. like there was, it was wilding on him. And, and, and the crazy thing about it is, right, is let this man be the leading scorer of a game. Let this man have a great season, whatever it may be, celebrating and, and whatever. But the moment that something happens, not even, not even a huge thing, but anything happens, they revert to, to racism. And, and I just think it's crazy. And I think that honestly, it. I feel like, you know, to a certain degree, people should really consider staying in their national countries. Now, I understand that this is a way out for a lot of people, you know, going to play in Europe. Obviously, that's that's everybody's dream as far as soccer or fo- soccer, football, however you want to call it. But I don't know, man. Like, it, it just it's a shame that shit like this still happens. Um, like I, I said, we mentioned the Mario Balotelli thing a couple years ago, and, and it's, it's been it's been ongoing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like soccer it, it's particularly something that happens a lot more so than any other sport. Because let's be honest, almost every other sport is uh, is dominated by blacks mm-hmm. or Latinos in, in baseball. Mm-hmm. So being that there's a lot of dominant white soccer teams and players, I feel like this this shit, this kind of shit could happen. But that would that would never happen. In football, basketball, I don't think it would happen in baseball just because of how much Dominicans, Cubans, and Puerto Ricans have came in and took over Panamanians. But yeah, man, it, it's a shame, man. It really is a shame, and you know, I'm I'm hoping that. I mean, I don't know. Like, I guess it's it's kind of futile thinking, but I'm just hoping that this kind of shit doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like you said, it wasn't their fault. Like you said, it's it's kind of a dumb idea to put in uh two people who have not played the entire game to go in and essentially decide the fate of the team like Mm -hmm. like like let's think about that logically before you like how do you get from that like to to it being because he's black or whatever assaulting his blackness whatever like it's just ridiculous i hope it doesn't happen anymore um yeah, man, that, that, that shit suck, man. I'll you know, tell that, you, they, they didn't deserve that. When it comes to European teams, like not like the the country teams, but like the club teams, mm-hmm. um, there's actually been rules in place. I know there are in England. I'm not quite sure how it's working everywhere else currently, but like you can only have X amount of foreign based players on your team, and you have to have X amount of um of basically national team, but basically if it's like in England, of course, white players so that your team is not like majority African or like, you know, majority like Latino and African or whatever, whatever. Right. And that's supposed to be like a way to, to fairly do things in, in, in the league or whatever, whatever for, you know, the people that, that want to get on teams on the, on their, you know, in their country. Yeah. But at the same time, fucking be better. Like, I mean, if you have the ability to go out and scout all the players in the world, it's just like, I'm sure you're going to have a couple people from the home country, but I mean, if you see a better option to form a team from more, you know, internationally based players, why the fuck not? Aren't you supposed to be there to spend money to make your team the best so that you can win a championship? Yeah, exactly. Then, I agree then, 100%, man. Then those national players from that country, if you want to be in these teams in the league, you need to step your shit up. Like, Hell yeah. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> Hell yeah. And real quick, not to, not to shake this off too much, but yeah. I got a shout out. 
La Selecta of Salvador for winning two to nothing on Sunday <laughs> against Guatemala. And just so y'all know, we playing them Trini boys tonight. So for all, all, all my Caribbeans out there, it's war just for the night. But we're going to spank that ass. We're going to win again tonight. I, I'm just letting y'all know. Watch us 730. To, well, this is going to be after. But the point is that Wednesday, July 14th, El Salvador is going to whoop Trinidad and Tobago's ass. I'm just saying Gold Cup winners. Here we go. That is correct. And yo, uh, big up, big up to Jamaica. Also winning oh, yeah. their first of the Gold Cup games this year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Facts. In, and in very good style. So I'm ex- I'm. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to seeing my reggae boys play more this uh, oh, yeah. in this tournament. Nah, and see how well they do. It, let me tell you, like I feel like I don't know why, and, and you can ask any of your Salvadorian friends or any of y'all listeners can ask any of y'all Salvadorian friends. We get so excited around this time of year when it's the Gold Cup or every every two years or yeah every two years. And I don't know, man. I, I just feel like we we almost it's like. We win the game and we feel like we fucking have a chance to win the whole thing. Now, granted, we won against Guatemala, who's like ranked way, way low. Like I think it's still like 130 or something in the world. Mm-hmm. And you know we're, we're we're gonna have to play against better teams. So, but I will say I was pleased with how we won two to nothing. I, I feel like we uh, we got some decent players on the squad. We got some we got some uh, American-born Salvadorians who are playing on the team. Niggas who play on um, MLS. Yep. Yeah. So so that shit that shit is dope. And uh, yeah, man. So we playing tonight. It's gonna be a good game, man. And uh, let's get it, man. Let's select that. Let's go. Well, big up to all the small countries representing Concacaf. Yes, sir. In the mm-hmm. Gold Cup tournament, of course. You know, I'm always gonna root for the states, but I've got to root for, for my people down in JA. Push. For sure. And of course, uh, honestly, I'm rooting for a couple of other teams. Like I will, I fucking will uh, root for Belize because they are like a low key under good under mm. underground good team. Yeah. And I'm not gonna lie, Costa Rica is always pretty strong in this tournament. Yep. The United States didn't show up with an A squad, but they still seem to pull out a win against Haiti. So that's mm. cool. That's good. But I mean, it is still Haiti. Uh, no, yeah, exactly. no, no, no shade to Haiti, but you know, nah. We know internationally, y'all team is not quite there. Although I'm not gonna lie, the Haitian national team has gotten way better over the years. Like the last Gold Cup, Haiti represented for their damn selves. Like I was very, oh, yeah. I was very proud of them. Um, for sure. But like, yes, everybody in the Concacaf in in our region do it because everybody looks down on soccer in our in our football in our oh, area of the world. Sure. So just show them what the fuck y'all got. Come on. Yeah, we, we really get like for those of y'all that don't watch soccer, this region of the world, be, being the United States and Central America, mm-hmm. get it. We're literally the lowest of the low. If you want to, if you really want to think about mm-hmm. it, as far as regions and it comes to soccer goes, yep. or or fo- football, and it might be because we call it soccer. Maybe that's why. I don't Possibly, know. who knows? <laughs> America always got to be different, dog. <laughs> I'm saying, yo, I, I seen some shit that was like, it, it, you know how like England made up fucking uh soccer and sh- or yeah soccer mm-hmm. and it says invent it's like a little um i don't know if you can see it but it's like a like a little meme thing i'll, I'll read it for you but this is the, the picture of it mm-hmm. it says invent a new sport spread it around the world and be bad at it and then you get england looking like this all like upset about it. <laughs> and, then, and then you have the us on the bottom and it says invent new sport no one else wants to play it you're world champion exactly so, exactly you gotta love that's it. that's 
That's for you gotta love it. You gotta love the American way, man. If you're not good enough for something, make. If you're not good enough for something, make something else up that nobody else wants to do or is even good at doing, and, and make and make that the world championship. You have to come to us to play the world championship. And crown yourself champion. <laughs> like, yo, have you ever? Has it ever dawned on you? Not this. Let's just make this the last thing we mentioned about sports. But yeah. has it dawned on you that the World Series? is literally a bunch of American teams. Like, I don't know. That's just mm -hmm. a weird thing to call. Unless one of the teams from Canada makes it. <laughs> nigga, that might be why they do it. That might be, yo, fuck, fuck the MLB. For, and, the, and same thing with the NBA. Call the shit. The, yeah. well, I, don't, I think. Yeah, I mean. I champions mean, of the world. Yeah, they call them champions of the world. I mean, it's it's a weird thing. It's uniquely American. I, yeah. I mean, what else can we really say about it? It's, it's what nah, we've grown up with. It's what we know. But we realize the older we get, we're like, hmm. Okay. Yeah. The one sport the yeah. rest of the world is good at, we trash at. So we just made a bunch nah. of a bunch of other shit that don't nobody play. <laughs> Nigga, we are the definition of yo. Even if we're like participation trophies, essentially, like, yo, we're not good enough for something. Nigga, let's make something up that you're good enough at. Instead of working, instead of working at what you're not good at, let's make something that caters to you. Exactly, and then, Fuck and then America, claim bro. I am the best. I am the only one that can do this. That well, fuck it, man. Let's 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 wrap it up. <laughs> let's wrap it up on the sports, man. Let's get into some hip hop, man. All right, all right. Well, the first joint I I saw, and I was actually very surprised, but I was also very happy to see because you don't always see shit like this from artists nowadays. But Young Ma has gone into rehab mm. and has gone in without you know making up excuses. There's no exhaustion. There's no none of that dumb shit that we always get. Is that she didn't specify what it was that she had a problem with, but she said, I'm going to rehab, I'm going to get this monkey off my back, and everything is going to be good. I'm assuming, right. I mean, she's a, she a hood nigga. Let's just put it that way. Facts. And, and there's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with saying she's a hood nigga by the way that she carries herself. So exactly. That, and if y'all don't know who Young Man is. Exactly. <laughs> but like at the same time, most most niggas, even when hood niggas go to to you know seek help for whatever whatever, yeah, they they it's not anything I want to say too out the box. Maybe nowadays, just because of the way you know rappers, they they do different drugs and stuff like that now. But from young ma, I don't know what what else she does besides we know she smoked weed heavily and we know she drank heavily. Mm -hmm. Like those are the two things that we know about her. So I'm assuming that she's going in for alcohol. Yeah, probably. And and uh, honestly, a lot of people do a lot of other drugs behind the scenes. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? A lot. And again, we're not saying that this is what it is for Young M.A., but it's a possibility. Obviously, if it is that, you know, exactly. one would assume that she wants to, you know, keep that to her privacy and, you know, battle these demons on her own and not have to have, not have to have the hip hop culture on top of her to see, oh, how's Young M.A. doing with, with her, you know, addictions to blah, blah, blah. It's not know? even so, that. Honestly, it's motherfucking the world culture, social media yeah. culture. That's really the thing. Like hip hop, <clears throat> they would probably hip hop would probably be happy to see one of their good up and coming rappers. I mean, she's she's not even up and coming anymore. She's but she's a fucking spitter. Um, mm. It's 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 like we don't get to see them do a lot of positive stuff all the time until like they necessarily get older and they're more yeah. established and shit like that. And then they start seeking help for shit. Like we heard about we didn't hear about DMX and rehab until he got older. You know what I'm saying? Like and it's like right. we found out DMX been basically smoking crack since he was 14 so it's just like right he could have been all them years trying to go get help but he didn't get he didn't try to really get help until he got older and it's a it's a it's a stigma i'm see, i'm glad to see that's not 
necessarily carrying over to the to the youth generation like if you see that you need help or someone says look you probably need some help go get that fucking help that you need so like i'm just happy to hear that she's in there looking out for her best mental physical health for sure out here sounding like charlemagne like shit but um <laughs> but um but yeah not nah, like i yeah, more props to her and i hope that more motherfuckers if y'all actually have issues don't try to fight this shit alone like you can't always do it alone go get fucking help no, nah, that's a fact, and, and and that goes even for you know regular folks like all of us. You know, we gotta, you know, rather reach out to a friend or, or family member or whatever it is you gotta do to make sure you get the help that you need. Because, you know, unfortunately, like like you said, not just for hip hop or social media culture, but just I guess our cultures in general. Mm-hmm. Like we kind of historically have turned a blind eye to shit like that um you know addiction issues and shit like that it, it, it's always been looked at as like a negative like niggas look at it like in a negative way but i feel like you know if we really sit down and look at it that people need help to break these addictions is it can help way more in the long run and, and hopefully save you know a couple lives and shit like that obviously you know last couple years we've lost like a ridiculous amount of rappers due to drugs you know you think of juice world you think of Mac Miller, you know, you think of uh, Lil Peep, you know, you think of a couple people who were really big names in the rap community mm-hmm. that unfortunately lost their lives uh, due to uh, due to drugs. So it, it really is something that, um, that like you said, I, I'm glad Young M.A. Is, is putting in the forefront, isn't making no excuses about it. And, and she's showing us that this is what, uh, what needs to be done. And, and if you need help, get help. Exactly. Good luck to her. Hope everything works out well. Always for anybody seeking that help that they need. Like it's always the the first step of actually trying to go get the help is the most important step you can do. And she's already taken that. So respect to her. Respect to anybody going through the struggle, trying to go through rehab, even thinking about going through rehab. Just fucking do your thing. Make sure you get yourself healthy. Oh yeah, for sure. All right, and now on to a little bit of fucking just. There's always some ratchet news when it comes to hip hop. Of course, of course. And of course, we have two, two just ratchet fucking stories right now. Like, I'm, it's, it's, the shit is so ghetto. I don't even know how to like react to it properly because it's like, damn, here we go again. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, mm. this is some shit that we would have been surprised about a few years back, but now it's just like, eh, another day in the park. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Facts. But um, Young Mal, who is a artist of Gucci Man, so you already know where this is going. You already know where this is going. We talked about this shit before the shovel. Go ahead. Exactly. Uh, was arrested and charged with murder. Now, give me one second. Protege of Juicy of Gucci Man charged in murder. Uh, him and five of his associates are behind bars, accused of shooting and killing a man during a dispute before one of his shows. Uh, the up-and-coming East Atlanta rapper was arrested on murder charges on the July 12th. He claims he had nothing to do with the alleged shooting. The club owner did confirm the performance could not be uh, provide a time to support his alibi, basically saying that uh, he and his squad were booked to perform at a Mississippi Echo stage, um, but apparently said that they were on stage performing, so they couldn't have done that. And then the people at the club are just like, eh, I don't know, because the performance didn't start till like like after midnight. <laughs> uh, oh, and, and this happened before midnight. Mm-hmm. And oh, yes. let me see. They said... Uh, Basically, they believe that the older man, because it was like somebody, whoever it was that got shot was older. He said they believe Mm -hmm. that the rapper and the older man were arguing before the shooting that ended up taking the older man's life. Yeah, man. This is, uh, again, another just really, really fucking 
sad case that like obviously because the man lost his life, but also mm-hmm. just because it's like yo, this is another young black man that essentially throws it away probably for nothing. We don't know the does behind what happened and and why the shooting allegedly happened or not. Mm-hmm. But it's, it, I can almost guarantee you that it was not worth throwing away your rap career, your signs to Gucci Man, which we pointed out at the beginning of this story mm-hmm. that, you know, a lot of Gucci Man artists are in jail right now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the most famous, Pooh uh and Fujiano as well, I believe, is another one. But regardless, you know, it's a lot of popping artists that are coming up under the 1017 uh, label that... Are, are, are getting locked up. And again, Gucci said it. He's looking for the realest of the real. He's looking for people that remind him of himself. If I, Again, I, I don't know if it's worth a word, but essentially that's what he said. Like, yo, I'm looking for motherfuckers that remind me of me back in the day. And let me tell you, all these dudes is exactly that for sure. So, and again, that's not really a great thing because obviously three of them are in jail now. Mm-hmm. Um, with, with this being the latest, the latest one. I don't know, man. It just kind of goes to show, man, that like you really need to, when you're a bag for not only your group of friends, but your family, your community, potentially, like you're, you're potentially, you're a light, essentially, and in a really dark ass place, you really have to move that way. Like you can't, like, even if your niggas is on some shit, right? Even if your people is on some shit, dog, like you have to understand that in order for them to to stay afloat, in order for everybody you love to stay afloat, you have to stay out of jail or and out of the grave. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, you know, you regardless of what the streets might think, fuck them, fuck the streets. You know, at the end of the day. So and, and, and I don't, I don't get. And obviously, you know, I'm not a street dude, so I don't, I don't get the intricacies that I'm sure there are intricacies involved with why people stay where they stay. Mm-hmm. But regardless, I feel like people should make every stride they can to, you know push themselves away and and fucking move wherever the fuck you gotta move and get a nice house and you know shit like that instead of sticking around in these in these areas that you know you're gonna run into problems you're gonna run into your ops you're gonna run into shootings but see that just it brings in a whole different mentality though because like the whole mentality is you got to be real in order to be real you got to stay where you come from no matter how much money you're getting and blah 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 but I mean, if you know that being in a certain place is going to put you in X amount of danger just for having a come up, having more money, getting a better okay. job, the best thing to do is move you and your people out so that at least you and your family are safe. But no, you want to stay connected to the hood. You want to still try and live that street shit. But like we said before, you can't be a mainstream rapper and live that street life. It, they're just yeah. incompatible, especially with social media. We've seen how yeah, many people get fucked up with social media. Maybe maybe in the early 2000s, late 90s, you uh-huh. can get away with it. Uh-huh. I'm sure some, some people probably did. Yeah. But nowadays, especially everything is on social media. Everything has a GPS to it. Every picture you take, everything you put up, they, they can do the little geo scan yeah, the geo or, whatever. Search or whatever you want to call it yeah uh huh and find out exactly where you were just based off of that picture it doesn't mm-hmm. even have to you don't even need any landmarks you, mm-hmm. all you need is the actual picture itself mm-hmm. so with all these things in existence and shit like that it's 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 crazy man it exactly. really is and like you said it's a fucking ep- epidemic man just like the fucking coronavirus it's like every week or it's like every, no, I know we don't do regular episodes every week but it seems like every week that we do a regular episode it, at least for the last couple months it's been one person dying or another person going to jail for something stupid and they were all like at least kind of known up and coming rappers that were that you know had at least a hot song or two out here blah 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 and it's just like 
bro, what are y'all doing to yourselves? Like, y'all really are out here trying to achieve y'all dreams, get the success that you want, but you just gonna throw everything away, like in Pushaisti's thing, where this nigga wanted somebody's weed and shoes, so he, he fucking robbed him for some weed and shoes that we know that this nigga has the money to buy. So, what are you doing? And, and, like, and, and, and just just to clear things up, I don't, I, I think that's, oh, I know that's one of the reasons he's in jail, but he also is in jail for having the gun in, um, in, in, in the club and letting that joint off. That's another thing that I don't even think we've touched on. There's some powerful niggatry going on in these streets. Oh, and, and, and mind you, he was the only nigga in his crew that walks around with a ski mask on in Miami on, on in the fucking summertime. So it, it kind oh, of... Oh, yeah, uh, you gonna get caught, nigga. <laughs> yeah, you gonna get caught. The only nigga that we allowed in this motherfucker with a ski mask on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. We know who the fuck you are, nigga. Yeah, exactly. Mm-mm. So... So, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I just, you know, going back to um, to the initial story, it's a sad case. You know, obviously, I hope it, it's, hopefully it wasn't them. Hopefully it's a mistaken identity and, you know, they accused the wrong people and they got nothing to do with it. Hopefully they were performing at the time this shit happened and, and they can prove it and that's and it's a confusion and hopefully that's what it was. But unfortunately, time and time again, history has proven that that's not usually how it goes down. That ain't it. And <laughs> it ain't it. You know, where it's you call it hopeful, futile thinking, and and you know, I guess time will tell. But you know, hopefully that's what it is, and and, and these guys can, and this guy can continue his career. But so then we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. The other side of the ratchet coin belongs to Hot Boy, who, if you've never heard of him, is an up and coming Orlando artist. Orlando being in Florida, for those that don't know, and he was arrested by the feds not just the cops the fucking feds on fucking rico charges now we all have we all know about rico charges as we've already seen one six nine and bobby schmurder all of them go through that in the last few years um but when it comes to hot boys joint apparently it's over stemming over a beef with cash money rapper who i didn't know he was with cash money glock nine um uh actually yeah, that's, I think he is actually. That's, what, right, it says right, on the, is. that's what it says on the article. I'm hoping it's yeah, right. I think, I think he is. Yeah, you're right. But there's not too, too much to the story. But basically, they have this the, the Fed started something called Operation X Force. Now, I was excited when I saw that because X Force is one of those <laughs> X Men teams, like, the, yeah. like the, the, the assassin team, like the black ops team <laughs> when it comes right. to X Men. These are the motherfuckers. Like, 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 the, like the Green Beret. Yeah, X-Men. exactly. These niggas go in there, handle business, and get the fuck out. They, yeah. they got to kill somebody, <laughs> they got to kill somebody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, facts, um, facts. But they said that they discovered 438 people in this conflict with another rival squad called the Army Gang. And the, uh, let me see, the feud was so deadly that teen, uh, many teenagers have been killed. There have been at least four murders connected to this, um, to this gang beef. And it says, uh, the ongoing feud that has been going back and forth between these gangs is responsible for over 30 shootings, several homicides, and a number of different jurisdictions across Florida. So they're going after him for him and his crew for Rico, which is racketeering and conspiracy to commit racketeering charges. Mm. So basically another nigga going along with a bunch of other niggas. Okay, this is actually perfect because I was watching the boondocks the other day as I do randomly. (laughs) And I watched the third episode of the stink meaner thing called the hateocracy. Mm. I don't know if you've seen it. But any, uh, I believe so, yeah. anybody who hasn't seen that jump, you already know Grandpa killed Stink Meter in the first season. Stink Meter came back from hell to get revenge, and they still sent his ass back to hell. In the fucking third or fourth season, his homeboys and homegirl 
come to kill the Freeman family because he they killed their nigga who they didn't even like. And so that's fucking hilarious. I don't think I've seen that actually. <laughs> and it's just like the the formula that they give you is that like it's the formula for a nigga moment. And it's just like a nigga moment is when two rationally black males have some get over some dumb nigga shit which can end in a loss of life and you got nigga synthesis which is basically ignorant niggas forming bonds over ignorant shit (laughs) 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 and then they said when you take nigga nigga, a nigga moment and add it to nigga synthesis you get a complete fucking disaster And that's what the fuck this shit is. <laughs> it's a complete fucking disaster. Yo, that, I have to watch that because I've seen the first two Snake Mina episodes, but I don't think I've seen the last Bro, one. Bro, that joint is fucking hilarious. Look that joint up. It's called The Hateocracy. It's, it's on HBO, I want to say, right? Yeah, it's on HBO. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely watching that today at work, for sure. <laughs> but, yeah, yo, nah, that's that's sure. exactly what the fuck I think that this shit is. Because it's just, like, a bunch of niggas getting together and being friends and being cool because they love ignorant, dumb, and petty shit. And Nigga, then let me, let, let me let me just uh I don't even know the word, but let me just go from that to this. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you've heard of another uh, group of uh northern Florida rappers from Jacksonville called uh, Ace Youngin. I don't know if you heard Ace Youngin, the, the Who I Smoke. I've heard the name, but I haven't heard any of the music yet. Yeah, but have you heard the song Who I Smoke? With it? Okay, so real quick rundown. This is essentially murder music where they're talking about smoking on the dead ops. And, and you know that song? Da, 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 and I miss you. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, they didn't. So they fucking did an interpolation of that and was like, who I smoke? And then they screamed out names. And then they ended it with, and now I wonder where the ops at. And, and, you know, I'm going to show you that. That joint is hard. I ain't going to lie. It is legitimately demonic evil music because that's exactly what every word is but the shit fucking rocks so I'm gonna send it to you in a little bit let's just hope some law enforcement officer of of whatever level doesn't listen to that song and be like oh nigga, hmm, nigga maybe we song, should check this out <laughs> nigga what's crazy about it right is that this song went like I don't know how high on the billboard charts but it charted on the billboard charts so it, it's a well known song honestly one of the more popular songs in the last couple months it's maybe like a couple months old now but the, the the point of me bringing this up is that um, the dude who, who made that song, who uh, well it was, it was it was three guys that were, or four guys that were rapping right, mm-hmm. and one of them just got interviewed who's who's Ace Young and who's like the main dude. They uh, they interviewed and they were like, "Yo, um, how long have you known?" Uh, I think it was Ch- his name was Chopper with a Whopper or something like that. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> nigga, the other nigga's name is Spinner Benz, which literally means robbery. <laughs> wow. So, In what sorry, language? Not, not, not robbery. Um, Drive-by shooting, I want to say. What language is that? Nigga, it's niggadry language. Bro. <laughs> it's, 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 that's exactly. But listen, dog. So he was interviewing. He was like, yo, uh, so how, how long have you known Chopper with a Whopper? He's like, man, I just met that nigga in October, man. We was playing Call of Duty. And uh, he was on the same shit I was on. So we was like, fuck it. And that's literally, it just reminded me what you just said about the, uh, uh, what is it? Nigga uh, Nigga synthesis? <laughs> It's like, yo, you be on that fuck shit too? Yeah, me too. All right, fuck it. Let's wild out. Gang, gang. (laughs) Yo. You got to love the way the world works sometimes. Like, you just don't expect shit to happen sometimes the way that it happens. Nigga, you you just put too much faith in the world that people won't live up to fucking stereotypes and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And then eventually, 
We all fucking do it at the end of the day. God damn it. Basically. And speaking of stereotypes, great fucking transition. Oh, I love it. <laughs> we now have the stereotypical air quotes Karens going around oh, uh, all of the United States. I believe they're probably all over the world at this point, but they yeah. seem to be concentrated here in our country. Bro, put, put it this way. If you want to spot one, they got the high-waisted shorts with the fupa hanging all the way out. They got the little dad cap, dad hat cap that's all dirty and white. It's white, but it's dirty. All the, or they, the Lululemon leggings that, that go up above the belly button. <laughs> oh, for sure, with the fupa definitely poking out. Mm -hmm. And again, ain't nothing wrong with fupas, ladies out there. Mm -mm. But if you caring and you have a fupa, it just adds to your whackness. It adds to your ugliness. Mm -hmm. It adds to all of that. So, yeah. And also, they have a very screechy annoying ass fucking voice oh my god and as and as the two newest karens that have been put out in the world there's the karen that seems to get around because there's like six different videos with the same white woman fucking freaking out on people uh one i saw the other day where she was trying and apparently it's all towards asian people which i, oh, I didn't I realize but um like she tried to like she was going off on people about their dogs not being on leashes and just like mm -hmm. bothering them about it even though there's like other people in the space that don't have their dogs on leashes what if they're in a park or whatever the lady tries to fucking lure this guy's dog who's not on a leash into the middle of the street so that it would get hit by a car and then she's like i'm just showing you what could happen blah 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 i was like it wouldn't happen if you weren't trying to call the dog into the street yeah. lady like what the fuck is wrong with you uh, yeah. And then there's the other the other newest one, which is probably one of the worst examples of a Karen I've seen oh, yet. God. The woman in the fucking Victoria's Secret <laughs> who like attacks the attacks the black lady until she realizes that the black like she's literally going at her with her hands raised and like swinging at her. And then as soon as she realizes that the lady is filming her, she wants to break down and cry and talk about stop filming me. Nigga, she was shaking like somebody had tased her ass, dog. Bro, dropped down to the floor in the fetal position and is screaming. She's shaking. not filming me. Get her away from me. I was like, bitch, why don't you just get up and walk the fuck away? Uh, like, you're making and, and then chases the woman swinging at her again because the woman is still continuing to film her. But it's just like, bro, you attack this lady, like physically mm. attack this lady, and it's there's there's now proof on camera, and now you want to act the victim because she decided to film you acting like trash, and now you don't, you probably don't want to, like, lose your job or lose whatever, like all these other fucking white people are losing because they're out here doing all this racist and uh, dumbass shit. So you don't, now you don't want to be internet famous, but you still want to go around hitting on black people. Hmm. Right, exactly. That shit, that shit's fucking crazy, dog. Um, and then I don't know if you've seen the, the post video of the lady who, um, she was talking to a police officer who was at the mall. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, oh no, I missed those videos. I gotta watch those. So she was t uh, telling the dude or a police officer, he was like, "Yo, this fucking white ass Karen bitch in there was wilding out and she attacked me, and I have it on video. And I think you should go arrest her and escort her out." And then he was like, oh, well, you know, I, I didn't see it happen. And, you know, it's up for the security. Made up some bullshit-ass, whack-ass excuse, right? And then, she obviously, she brought up the, the fucking truth, which was, yo, if the roles were reversed, and it was her coming up to you telling you this black lady came up and hit me in the face, nigga, you would bring the whole task force uh -huh. in here and, and have, and probably kill me for a fruit. 
And and I agree, you know what I mean? And it was just kind of crazy. And then there was another another video that somebody said that I actually haven't watched, but they were saying that she went down to the police station and they wasn't being helpful either. She recorded it and everything. Wow. And, so, and see, remember remember that couple, what was it, a couple months ago in the airport where that white lady started attacking that group of black people or yelling at that group of black people and she's like, she pushed the black lady and then the black lady was like, yo, what the fuck? The black lady didn't even put hands on her. The security came rushing over and like, Tackled the black lady and just put her in cuffs. Didn't do shit to the white lady. Everybody's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" She's the one that started the fight. But it's like right. you see the black lady versus the white lady, and automatically you put the black lady in. Okay, that 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 makes about as much and sense as that. You know, I didn't see that shit, but that's fucking nuts, dog. Yeah, dog. Like you can see, this lady is antagonizing this group of people. It turns into this whole thing where they start shouting back and forth, and right. then she goes and pushes that lady. And before that lady can do anything, the security comes flying over and just tackles or you know just grabs her, snatches her up. I'm like, yo, like. What are y'all doing? Like, all y'all see is black versus white, and y'all just get the black up out of there. That's the that's the ingrained dumb shit right. from this country, man. Yeah, no, nah, it really is ingrained in in fucking white people's fucking heads, cause it's like y'all see a black doing it, and it's like I really do feel like it comes from like fear, like you know what I mean, like mm -hmm. fear that that the system or, or whatever that they have set up to kind of keep themselves in in whatever place is gonna get brought down because people of color are faster stronger smarter everything you want to say and again it's not shitting on white people but it's just to, to bring up the attention that yo like you know there's a reason why certain things are in place and why certain things happen only to color people mm -hmm. and, and and if you ask me it's it's to keep certain things in place so yeah man it, it, it really does suck to see things like this continue to happen um obviously we know what would have happened if uh if if the white woman would have gone to the police officer first and mm -hmm. had talked to him about it um but yeah man let's let's just continue to fucking record and, and, and put this shit out there to the point where they can't deny it exactly. you know there, there's there's certain things you just can't deny and and this is one of them you know like there's evidence of her chasing after the black woman mm -hmm. striking her and then realizing she's being recorded and then legitimately throwing a fit like a three-year-old on the ground so mm -hmm. it, it was it was crazy and i'm gonna tell you one of the most dangerous things to a black person especially a black man is a crying white woman always oh. has been and i'm assuming always will be always i mean let's let's be real ever since you know the unfortunate thing with, with Emmett Till, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? No matter how young you are, you know, a white woman can get you killed, like legitimately. White women tears so, are one of the most deadly weapons on the planet. Oh yeah, for sure. And, and we're not even going to get into anything else as far as, far as white women tears, because I feel like <laughs> it's not our place to talk about that. But hey, you know, it is what it I'm is. I'm only talking about the experience of me and my peoples. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of white people, since that's another great transition, God damn it, we on point ah, today. Two for two, man. <laughs> Mr. Jack Harlow, the newest favorite white boy in the hip hop scene, has, yeah. um, you know, he's been out here in the scene for like a little over a year, almost two years now, and mm -hmm. he had a little article that came out in let me see, Footwear News. I don't know why he's. I mean, I That's guess so he's a shoe hitter. <laughs> I'm telling you, but like he's basically talking about what it's like to be the white boy in hip hop right now. And I mean, we've all heard this story before, from Vanilla Ice to Eminem to fucking Macklemore. Like we we all know that it's hard for for white boys to be, to be in hip hop and to really make it and to be accepted. And he said, 
he basically he was like when i went to it when i first moved to atlanta i would hang out with my ogs and i would see them in all this designer stuff so i remember thinking oh when you sign your deal this is what you do with your money you go to the designer store you get this become a good dresser i spent about six months to a year buying all this designer shit throwing it on aimlessly i wasn't doing it right but coming down here gave me a taste for high-end expensive fabrics so learning niggas shit from niggas apparently (laughs) (laughs) pretty much but he's exactly but he he also said that he feels blessed to have a voice in hip-hop he said i'm not a street artist and i'm not black uh the only thing that uh keeping me here right now is my level of authenticity just being myself so and i have to give it to him like in his raps like he doesn't sound like he's faking on the funk um doesn't sound like he's trying to be anything else than who the fuck he's being even when he's with Lil Wayne and the baby on a fucking track like he seems to be very you know like himself when it comes to his music so yeah. that's good and it's, it's it's good to hear that and I'm glad that he didn't have nothing controversial to say because he could have definitely came out and said some dumb dumb shit about being a white boy like I'm not respected motherfuckers look down on me like nigga you should have known that going in but at the same time yeah. he seems very level headed very just down to earth and For sure. I fuck with that like which makes me like him more as an artist you know what I'm saying yeah, no, nah, for sure. And and especially, you know, I've seen videos of him. Now, I don't know. Obviously, this is just one video, but it was of him and his friends when they were younger and they were all white dudes. You know what I mean? So it's not like he grew up, you know, or at least, like I said, I don't know. This is just that video, but it seems as if he grew up with a bunch of other white people as well. Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting that typically people who gravitate like this towards that, uh, towards the culture are people who have grown up around uh, black people or just the culture in general. And I just feel like that kind of it. it, it I, I respect Jack even more for that because it like he sees things that typically white people don't see as far as a certain respect you have to have for the culture. So you know because ultimately you're eating off of it, mm-hmm. and it, it's 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 black culture. And everyone so is it, everybody knows that it's it's all about respect when it comes to mm-hmm. the culture and Anything. what's come before you, and and it's it's yeah whatever culture in it, you're in. Like, let, you have to respect be, that culture and where it came from and what, what it's been through. And let, let's be real, you know, like, I, I've heard people say this all the time. Street dudes say this all the time that, like, as long as you're real and you're respectful, it don't, I, don't, I don't care if you're a street dude, you know what I mean? As long as you're respectful and, and come in here and be yourself and be genuine, mm-hmm. people are going are gonna to fuck with you. Exactly. So that's the same thing. It's the same thing with rap. And, and, and again, you know, we just reviewed the Jack Harlow album not too long ago his mm-hmm. debut joint mm-hmm. and we, we thought it was really good we thought there was some good uh features on there but overall just jack's sound is is really good and and, and it sounds authentic he's not talking about no rah-rah shit and um yeah man I, I agree with everything he said i think he uh he's he's paying his dues he's he's um he's and and, and best of all he's making good music that that sounds good mm-hmm and like you said, it's it's all about respect, making that good music. Shit, I know street niggas that are a lot more just overall nice and honorable than some mm-hmm. of the most educated people I've ever come across. Like, you know oh, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I went to college with a bunch of fucking assholes, and yet some of the street niggas who have the least amount of education that I know are some of the more smartest, better decision-making, and just nicest overall people that you'll ever meet. So it's just like, oh yeah, like you said, as long as you come with that respect to them, they're going to come with that respect to you, and it's never going to be a problem unless you disrespect them. Exactly. And again, that that's just the, the thing about it. Like you said, people who, who've essentially always had it become assholes. You know, you don't have to be a, a person of respect. If, if respect isn't the way you get things, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's not... 
you don't have to be. So, mm-hmm. so I agree, you know, and, and, and people typically that aren't in, you know, the streets don't, the consequences aren't as grave as they are in the streets. So you, you learn pretty quickly that, you know, respect is something you want to have. Exactly. And, and, and unfortunately for others, that's, that's not the case. And speaking, we're going to keep with the white boys and talk about Conor McGregor and mm-hmm. his fight with, uh, was this Portier? Is that what his name was? Yes, sir. Dustin Portier. You know what? I keep when I was talking about this fight, I knew it was some French-sounding name, but for this, for some reason, I kept calling him Cormier, and I knew (laughs) it wasn't right, but I knew it was close enough, so I I just I kept that was in my mind the whole fight. (laughs) You know what's hilarious? And and you can check this out after after the show. But uh, my brother Elvis, he was like, it's funny because you know Daniel Cormier. Yeah, that's who I thought he was fighting. Nigga, so you know it's funny. So my brother tells me that for some reason you remind him of Dustin Cormier, and I don't know if it's just because you're kind of like a bigger black dude that's kind of the same head shape and everything. And, and y'all kind of talk alike. I feel I feel like I kind of have the same voice in a sense. But uh, it was just kind of funny that he said Cormier because I was like, yo, low key, you're Daniel Cormier, nigga. <laughs> I take it, nigga. I take it. Hey, he was, hey, he was the he was the former double champion, the first one to ever do it. So that's that's super that's flex. Y'all can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I take it, I'm nigga. I'm trying shit. to tell you, but you know what's funny? So both both of these guys are from Louisiana, mm-hmm. uh, so it makes sense that they have you know these French ass fucking last names mm-hmm. and. And both of these motherfuckers could fight. You know, like I said, DC, double champion, arguably one of the greatest UFC fighters of all time. I, I don't think there's many that would disagree with that. He's at least in the top 10 just because of everything he's done. I mean, well, maybe not top 10, but regardless, he's considered one of the greatest for sure, right? Gotcha. And Dustin, Dustin is another guy fighting for a long time in the UFC, finally got to the point he's at now where he's in the top of the top. He's at the prime of his career. He uh, fought Khabib a couple years ago, lost to him, came back, uh, won a couple other fights, fought Connor uh, back in January, knocked him out, and that was the second fight he fought Connor. So now it was time to fight again. The only difference is that this time, Connor didn't come on that nice shit. He came on that fuckboy shit. He came on some shit. So he came he on his Connor shit, is what you just trying to say. Like. Facts, <laughs> facts for sure. And, and you know, people thought, and again, you know, granted, let, let's just say what happened. He he broke his ankle, or no, I'm sorry, his his tibia, his fibula, which I believe is his shin area. Yeah, I think so. And split that. Now, mm. and it looked bad uh, too. Oh, damn, it looked bad. It looked bad. It looked really bad. If you if you look at the replay, or if you look at a, a, a screenshot of, of when it happened, it looks really really bad. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't recommend anybody look at it. I say but, if you uh, seen if you saw Anderson Silva break his leg oh, yeah. after he kicked that dude, imagine. Remember, he kicked that dude, broke his leg, and then tried to plant back on the broken leg. And that the way that that joint looked like a noodle, that's exactly how Conor McGregor's joint looked exactly. when he stepped back and it took out. Uh, it just because ugh. because essentially, you know, it happened beforehand, and from the looks of it, when he took a step, I guess it was at its last bit of cracking or mm-hmm. splitting, that that's when his shit just gave out, and you could just see it in slow motion, and it looks really really bad. Mm-hmm. And and mind y'all, this was at the end of the first round, so you know, there's a lot of uh, I guess people saying oh this isn't over because of blah 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 but for those for those of us that saw the fight the first round went to Dustin no question about it now granted Connor had a good first round he was throwing a lot of kicks which ultimately in my opinion is what caused that crack mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in his leg and, and what caused him to fight um 
Um, but 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 Dustin ultimately had a way better uh, ground game than him. He was standing up with him and wasn't scared to throw throw down with him. Okay. And ultimately hit him with a bunch of elbows as the round was finishing. So, you know, I, I think it was a fair call. You know, the Anderson Silva fight, people like to say, oh, it should have been a doctor stoppage and it should be a no contest. Well, the Anderson Silva fight uh, counted as a loss against Anderson Silva. So yeah, because it was like three or four rounds in or some shit. Like it was, it wasn't like it wasn't right away from was it the Anderson Silva? No, no. Well, no, that that. I'm not sure if it was or it wasn't, but regardless of of when it was, mm-hmm. this one was at the end of the first. So I mean, I, I think that one was maybe around like the third or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I want to say but, it was. They were deep into that fight when that happened with with Anderson. Yeah, and, and not only that, but over the last couple of years, like for example, the Aljamain Sterling versus Peter Yan fight recently that ended in a doctor stoppage, and 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 he won the championship like that. Now, granted, it's not the most honorable way to win it. But he fucking won, and it's part of the game. Injuries are part of the game, mm-hmm. and 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 you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna accept that excuse from Connor fanboys that are like, yo, da da da. Okay, that that'd be a fair excuse if Connor was winning the entire fight. Let's say was dogging him for four rounds, mm-hmm. and in the fifth round, right before that round ends, he fucking breaks his shit and the fight's over. That's different. But the fact is that uh, Connor was getting his ass whooped for the latter part of that round. Uh, latter part of the fight for that matter and then you know the unfortunate happened now mm. for those Connor fans out there he's gonna be out for at least eight months if I'm not mistaken it's eight months to a year yeah easily a, a, I mean just by seeing the injury you'll probably know that yourself mm-hmm. and uh I don't know man it, it, it really as a UFC fan as a fighting fan it just doesn't look good for him he's won one out of his last five fights I want to say damn I didn't know it was that so, bad yeah, going back to his fight with Mayweather. Um, so it, it no it, wonder it, he it, was it, sitting around in that ring talking mad shit after the fact before they put him oh, on yeah. the stretcher. For sure, for sure. So it was just uh so he's like, know, you talking man. all that shit, Connor, but you ain't got no leg. Ain't got no leg. <laughs> you can't get up and fight me even if you wanted to, nigga. Right. <laughs> so and it's just funny. And again, it, 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 I hate to bring in karma into all of this, but the man was talking cash shit before the fucking fight. Always does. And, and 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 talking shit about the man's wife, telling him he was gonna kill him in the ring. Yeah. And I agree with what Dustin said. You know, anytime, especially in a fighting, in a fighting like in a fight, you, if you tell somebody you're gonna kill them, somebody you could actually kill them. You could, but you let's I mean? also let's look at. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but let's look at the last. I want to say the last at least three fights that I was aware of, where one party was talking cash shit before the fight started. In each of those last three fights, I'm talking about this Conor McGregor fight, the Habib fight, where he beat the shit out that one white boy. And mm-hmm. I forgot who the one before that was, but whoever it was they were fighting was talking cash shit. And they beat the ever-loving breaks off of each one of these. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Khabib knocked out that white boy. The one dude, I think the, the fight I'm thinking of was they were talking so much shit, the dude caught him with, like, a knee in, like, 30 seconds, like, in the face, and he was gone. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, then now... Masvidal versus yeah, ben there you go. And then yeah, fucking this Conor fight. Seconds. Yep, that all of them talking cash shit before the fight, all of them fucked up before mm-hmm. the third round. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but see, even... even And I agree 100%, but even if you want to look at it like, oh, but it was an injury, it was a freak accident. But you know what? Like I said, 
I'm sorry, but the way he was dust or Connor was going about it, I I'm all for talking shit, man. But I just feel like the certain things you just really shouldn't say to people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's where karma really comes in, dog. Like, you know what I mean? Like I I mean again. I'm not saying that karma is this mystical force that comes around. I, I mean, I don't know. You know, I don't know if I want to believe that. But regardless, I still think that, you know, it, it, I can't feel too bad. About it. And that's the problem that happens when you talk all this shit is that when bad shit happens, people are not going to have pity for you. If anything, they're going to double down on that shit. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you know, MMA is one of those unforgiving fight styles. Like, as unforgiving as boxing is and as crazy as that shit can be, and I fucking love boxing, MMA is, like, completely unforgiving. It's, like, it's literally, like, the Spartan, like, cage match type shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's literally. basically what the shit is in, 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 in nowadays terms. So I respect anybody who goes in the ring, but also, like, I'm not a big fan of anybody going in there and just talking straight cash shit about everything that they could think about just to get under your skin. Because just for the fight, like I, I just don't think that's a good way to go about it. Me as a, as, you know, as a sportsman and shit like that, I just think it's really fucked up. But hey, niggas hey. is gonna do what the fuck they gonna do. <laughs> that's a fact. And man. they can continue to keep catching them else. <laughs> that's a fact, man. It's a big shout out to the winner of the night, man, Dustin Poirier, yeah. Dustin the Diamond Poirier. That's my man. I fuck with him ever since he fought uh, Khabib, even though he lost. But that was a good fight nonetheless. So shout out to Dustin for. Continue his winning streak and shutting Connor up one more time. Yes, sir. Now, little baby was arrested with James Harden in Paris, France, over mm. smoking weed. Now, I figured that smoking weed in France would be cool. You know what I'm saying? I didn't think it would be illegal in France, but apparently, I guess it is. Yeah. So pretty much, you know, and again, it's just kind of funny. I think James Harden is cool with a, a couple rappers. I've seen him with Meek Mill before. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I guess, you know, he's cool with a, with a bunch of different rappers. And being that, you know, he's no longer in the playoffs anymore. He was just like, fuck it. I'm probably not going to get tested. I'm probably just going to go out here and chill out and all that shit. So he was out. He was out in Paris. I, I want to say for I, it might be like that Paris Fashion Week shit. I don't know. I don't know. But the point is that they were out there. And there was out there with some fucking weed. And granted, like like you said, I thought that because you know us being ethnocentric as Americans, we're gonna think that everybody around, everybody in the world revolves around us and our rules and our customs. Mm-hmm. Not not realizing that you know other countries have their own shit. So apparently, weed is not as friendly as it is over here in the states in, in Paris. And he got arrested for it. I believe he spent a day or something like that. Uh, in 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 jail or something something along those lines. So it was and, like it was nothing like serious. It wasn't like nah, they did with ASAP Rocky over nah, whatever nah, country nah. that was. It was probably in a police station somewhere. It being that uh, Lil Baby is a huge star now, mm-hmm. uh, I, they they weren't about to put him in no crazy ass fucking you know pr- uh, prison. So they probably had him in a police station, let him out the next day. I'm assuming. And, and from the looks of things, I just you know we just read an article beforehand. I think he's just going to have to pay a fine, which is a great thing that he's not going to have to face no jail time or no nothing else really. Not you know? getting and banned fuck, from the country or some shit. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, man, this is just a, a lesson to, you know, honestly, anybody that, you know, don't think that just because some shit's cool where you're from, mm-hmm. that that shit is also cool somewhere else. Because I also, I've read stories, or I think I just heard a story a couple months ago where somebody uh, got sentenced to like 15 years in jail for having weed in their system, not even on them, wow. but in their bloodstream. Yes, in Dubai, in Dubai. So that is. Oh, well, they I'm crazy. At. The Middle East is crazy with shit like that, though. Like my nigga, I am never going to the Middle East, then, dog. Nah, I can't do and it. I'm, 
And I'm all right with that because it's like, yo, y'all are tripping. You're telling me that if I have THC in my system from last week, y'all about to put me in. Nigga, he got sentenced to 15 years in jail, bro, for that in <laughs> in Dubai. If if you can't smoke weed with freely, then it ain't for me, nigga. Shit. It ain't no nigga. That is my go-to shit. If if I can't smoke weed and or sneak an edible on the plane in order to go there and, and do my shit, then I'm just rather not go there to be completely honest mm-hmm. with you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, oh, one thing before we get into the last topic for today, because I just remembered the shit. Did mm-hmm. you see that clip of T Pain flipping out? on artists who send him shit and he's like all oh, y'all niggas send me the same sound of shit do something else do something new like that shit honestly it was not only hilarious but it was refreshing to hear someone say yeah y'all all sound cool y'all do the same but y'all do all the exact same shit everybody used to doing the same shit that uzi doing that like you know dirk is doing that this 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 this, this. he named like four or five people he was like do something else do something different be more creative y'all just giving me the same shit that sound like shit that's already out and yes. I mean, like, I, I say shit like that all the time. And it's like after we did the last first listens jump, it was really refreshing to hear all those different types of hip hop because it's like we don't hear all those types of hip hop very often or anymore. You know what I'm saying? 100 percent. 100 percent. And I, I seen the video that you're referring to. And to be completely honest, it made me think of one of my friends who's, you know, he's an up, up and coming artist. Um, and one of my critiques about him, um, I think, he, and I'm sure you've, you've probably had the same about a friend or somebody like that where bro the quality of it sounds good and everything like it sounds good and everything like the studio recording top notch everything you know the music video all that but it sounds exactly the same like what's already out there and let me tell you if you're if you're telling me i could listen to an artist that i already know that i already know their songs that i already like their shit or I can listen to this person who I don't know and, and I've only heard one song and it reminds me of this other person. I'm gonna just go listen to the other person. That's yeah. nine out of nine out of ten times that's how it's gonna go. Uh-huh. So so I agree with T Pain. You know, I feel like a lot of times artists try to imitate what's already popping. And the reality of it is, right, that a lot of these artists that are popping that really have longevity broke out because they were different than anything else that was out there. Like go down the line of artists. There's like almost, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong, there are artists who, who who probably did try to go, you know, word for word on, on hot, the, the, you know, just try to copy whoever was the hottest. And I'm sure it worked for some artists, but the reality of it is most artists is not going to work that way. Yeah, but I mean, that's also like, I feel like that has a lot to, it's the problem that was created by the record labels because they were looking yeah. for people who fit the mold for what was hot at the time. Mm-hmm. And so everybody thought, oh, well, this is all that's going out right now. And I mean, we're inundated, like literally with the same types of music from all different people, but just at different levels of actually being good. So like you said, like if you're going to listen to somebody who reminds you of someone else, but the someone else is better than them, why am I wasting my time on this new person who is not, you know, they've already got a sound that I already know. They're not bringing anything new to the table. Especially if the person who already has that sound is better because they're going to have years of, well, maybe not years of experience, but regardless, experience in the rap game, experience working with certain producers Mm -hmm. or whatever. And they're they're always going to be a step ahead of you. Rather, no matter how much money you pay for your music video, no matter how much money you pay for your beats, these niggas are at the top of their game. They're at the top of wherever you're at. So, I I mean, I agree, man. I I feel like if you want to, I feel like the best way in today's music world because like you said that that was and 
kind of like an old way to kind of go about it. Like, oh, the the, the record labels, nigga, fuck the record labels now. You know, you don't really need mm-hmm. record labels now. Exactly. Uh, to, to, to pop off. So now, man, any fucking artist, man, I'm not saying to just fucking go fart on the mic and call it a fucking day, you know, but, <laughs> yeah. but, but, but definitely try, try to, nigga, even if that shit sounds stupid at first, a lot of shit that became the shit sounded stupid at first mm-hmm. i'm sure of it. i'm almost 100 positive almost all the time that's how it happens so don't be afraid to, to be yourself don't be afraid to try new things and whatever you do do not sound like what's popping right now because you let me tell you you rather be the beginning of a new movement than just a regular passing moment of an already ongoing movement exactly Exactly, because even Soldier Boy is gonna be remembered versus all the niggas that came after him doing the same yeah, shit. Exactly, like and, and and there you go, always gonna be remembered for that. He was he was and he says that all the time. He was the first one to do it. So so one hundred percent. And again, it kind of goes to show that you you you, you want to be the first one to do shit. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, originality is always the king. You know what I'm saying? For sure. For sure. All right, and for the last topic that we're gonna get into today, today I'm gonna have you explain this one because you know more about it. But uh, you were talking about. Uh, the dude Indian Red Boy. Okay, yeah. So this was actually pretty crazy. Um, I had seen it on my timeline floating around, but hadn't really looked too much into it. Mm-hmm. And apparently, let me just double check if I have this uh correct. The dude's name is Indian Red Boy. And apparently he had said something about Nipsey. I'm not exactly sure what it was. So and again, these are just speculations from whatever you know, outlet that put this shit out. So who knows if that's was even related to it at all. But regardless, um, he was on Instagram live with a friend. Mm-hmm. They were just talking shit, just like how me and you are right now. And like yeah. I was telling you before, it's as if bullets were to just fly through my window right now. And and then you're like, what the fuck? So same thing happened. His man was like, yo, what the fuck is going on? And, and this happened at, at four in the afternoon, mind you. It happened Damn. in the middle of the day. Yeah, four in the afternoon. Um... Um, and yeah, and, 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 and that shit is, is fucking is nuts, man. Um, now granted this is in, uh, in, in California, a lot of gang violence goes on out there and, you know, that's kind of just part of the culture, but nonetheless, oh, let me see. Okay. So apparently authorities are speculating that, uh, there were widespread reports that the rapper had either disrespected or vandalized the mural of Nipsey Hussle. So, mm. um, you know, and again, we—I guess we don't know. I, I don't know if we ever will. If, if that's why it happened, but you know that it's—it's—it's it's, it's just you know something you don't do. You don't—you don't, especially when the whole city is behind uh, Nip. You know, and yeah. everything he was doing. Like nobody wants to see disrespect towards him, and and when that shit happens, people are gonna handle it how they handle it. You mm-hmm. know, can't tell people how they're gonna react to some shit that you do, man. Like. Yeah, that's just sure. what it is, nigga. You could you could do something and niggas gonna have a slight reaction and motherfuckers can react on a fifteen and you're like, Oh, why you react like that? Blah, blah, blah. Because that shit was important to them. And maybe it's not important to you, but the shit was important to them and it was important yeah. enough for them to come around shooting with guns. So That's a fact, exactly. So, you know, big condolences to the man's family. Just I mean, nobody wants to see their loved one die and it's documented forever online. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then that's that's the one thing that's like, you know, the saddest part about this is that like, you know, this is something that people want to spread. And, and, and this, I think I've, I've mentioned this before, how like whenever I see videos like that, I try to not click on them. I try not to see them yep. because it just desensitizes you. And then you're, 
you're almost in shock for a second. Like, yo, this mother, this is this person's last few seconds on on earth. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and it's 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 wild, man. It really is. Yeah, the one that really messed me up because it's like I I don't think I'd ever seen anybody actually like I've seen like dead bodies and stuff on camera before, you know, whatever, whatever. But like literally watching someone's life fade away while they're on camera, like and and you know, like like in the case of um xxx tentacion like when oh, yeah, you was... could just see like the the last breaths come out of his body while he's slumped mm. over in the car like yeah that was like insane. why are you filming that that's like fucked yeah. up and you're just doing that for likes and clicks at this point dog and again people just care so much about that because like you're right all of this is really for nothing like the police is not going to do nothing with this video uh paramedics aren't going to be able to help him anymore by you filming so yeah i, I agree it's it's ridiculous that people choose to film you know i unfortunately seen the XXX Tentacion thing because mm-hmm. you know I was like, dog, there's no way this this it's not him. Exactly. And I clicked on it. I was like, and, and it literally puts you like in a sense of shock, like, yo, I can't believe I just saw that right now. Exactly. It's so. it's and it, I, it's like it's a lot. Like it can fuck with you mentally in more ways than one. Hell and yeah, I don't think that people really think about it. Like I said, they just out here trying to get their little clicks and likes and shit. So yeah, y'all not thinking about what it's doing to not only that man's family, but it's doing to his fans and just other people who are like who see that joint may not necessarily be fans, but you know that shit is still going to fucking affect them because now they're looking at someone take their last fucking breath. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, th- and and think about this, right? Think about how much that is in a sense instigating. You know, you're instigating the the friends or family. Like maybe had they not seen this, they would have just accepted it and you know tried their best to move on from this loss. But now they see this shit and they feel some type of way, like they have to do something about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of just keeps the cycle going. And obviously, that's not what we want to do. We want to find a way to, to keep the peace and, and all that. So, yeah, man, that, that shit is just no good for nobody, man. Like all that recording shit, it's just whack. Exactly, I agree. Well, this really brings us to the end of the episode, although there is one thing I did forget to bring, so let's just do real quick, is talk about Pop Smoke's new album, Faith, that will be coming out, a second posthumous album, and we've already made our thoughts, that's why I want to say we can talk about it real quick, because we've already made our thoughts very, very clear on what we think of posthumous albums, but I was actually really, really surprised to see that there was another album coming out, like I did not expect there to be that much music in the back end. And I'm hoping that there actually was music in the back end, you know, music just in the studio, just saved and nothing done with, because I don't want them to do with him like they did with Biggie on like three different albums and just chopped and screwed all his lyrics, put them on new on new beats with with featured artists. And I, I don't I don't want that for Pop Smoke. As much as I love Biggie, like I still and as some of those albums are good, like I still feel a way about that because it's just like this man didn't have just the shit in the vault that you could just be releasing all these albums y'all are literally just taking bits and pieces from different songs and putting them together on something else and it's just like y'all are making money off of that and it's just like it's not creative at this point no matter how you do it um it's just basically it's a money grab like i mean the man has been gone for a bunch of years anything anything that has his voice on it at this point is just a money grab for sure and again i i just feel like I mean, he was a young dude. Pop Smoke before he passed was mm-hmm. a super young guy. Yep. You know, um, and, and I just don't believe that he had all that music from the previous album along with uh, another album's worth of music. And again, we'll see when the drunk comes out. I'm hoping it sounds as good as the last one because the last one was put together very well, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Yep. Um, one of the better posthumous albums that I've heard. Um, but like you said, as more time goes on, there's less things to work with. 
and, and things start to sound forced after a while. So I, I really hope that's not the case here. I hope, you know, for all we know, he had a stash of music. Uh, and, and we'll see. We'll see when this comes out. It comes out this Friday, I believe, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. And uh, we'll, 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 look, we'll look forward to that. Well, very much so. Very much so. And before we get up out of here today, uh, we do like to give you all a little bit of recommendations. Your man Cooper fucked up and didn't get a recommendation for this week. <laughs> uh, actually, I, I do have a recommendation for this week. Go watch Black Widow. <laughs> that joint was low-key good. Is it a show or a series? It's, or a, movie? it's a movie. It's a, one of the oh, Marvel okay. movies. It's like, it's not going to be up there on like the Avengers, Endgame, level with all the cosmic powers and all that dumb shit. Nah, this is a motherfucking spy movie. Like, and me personally, I love spy shit. Like, go, go, I want to say the one of the best spy movies in Marvel at this point was Captain America The Winter Soldier, uh, mm. which was the second Captain America movie. I want to say that this one, I don't think this one beats it, but it's right up there along with it. Like, this would definitely be number two because you learn all about her background and how she became Black Widow and all this other shit and what exactly was done and blah, 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 blah. So, like, it's 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 vicious. It's going to take a couple watches to get the get it get it through and you know I, the plug came through you know what i'm saying oh, facts. <laughs> that's facts. why i can watch that y'all right now no paying disney plus and shit no hate on disney Yo, plus that's a fact that's a fact <laughs> but uh nah, if you get a chance to watch black widow like a lot of people you know whenever it's a woman artist a woman actress whatever whatever they, they be hating on that nah dog watch that fucking movie and i'll say that Definitely. what is her name lawrence i think it's I want to say Lauren Pugh or some shit like that, or Florence Pugh, I think her name is. She plays uh, Black Widow's younger sister in the movie. She's a fucking beast. Not only is her character a fucking beast, just like Black Widow, but she's funny as shit. <laughs> like, oh, she is the most hilarious thing about this fucking movie. So go check out Black Widow if you get a chance. Bet, bet. And also, you know, remember that if you can't find the plug for Disney Plus, always go to your uh, local internet plug and find it as well. There you go. And, and, and you'll find it however you may. There you but go. for me, I I actually been off a while. I've been binging a couple of things. And one of the things I was binging was the making a, making a murderer on Netflix. Um, and this is a couple years old now, but I had never watched it before. And pretty much it's about uh, this dude. And, and this is this is not giving anything away because this is information that's given out in the first 10, 15 minutes of the show. Okay. And, and the dude, he, he gets falsely arrested and does, I think, 18 years in jail for something that he didn't do. He comes out, he's, he sues them, and then he's accused for murder again. So, God damn. So, so and again, it, it's just, a, it's like a crazy show. I don't want to give too many details away because kind of, kind of ruins the, and it's a documentary at that. So. Okay. But it's a really interesting show. I actually haven't finished watching it just yet, but so far it's really good. Uh, it's kind of pissing off to see kind of how the government essentially can get away with certain shit or Bruh. police in this case. And yeah. but this again, this is something that we all know at this point. Mm-hmm. But this is um, this is it happening to a fucking white dude. So you know maybe this is a little people can see yo this shit really really happens where people get dick now again i haven't got to the end of the show i'm not sure what happens did he really kill this person i don't know so we'll see but definitely check it out making a murderer it's on netflix check it out all right all right well that officially ends our episode you know y'all can find us for y'all listening pleasure 
on yeah. SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Radio Republic, and Google Podcasts. Y'all can find us on Facebook.com by going to Facebook and searching out Hip Hop Heads Podcast. And you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at HQ Podcast. And yes, it is all spelled out. Yes, sir. Any other gems you'd like to drop on these people today? Nah, man, definitely thank y'all for tuning in. As we mentioned last week and the week before that, if you guys want us to preview, uh, review your music, listen to them first listens, mm-hmm. uh, we will be doing that in a couple weeks, I believe. Yeah, we got uh, a couple already that have uh, that have been submitted, so we're bet. looking for more people to do that so we can have another one. But also, again, uh, we want to do a local version. I think we already did it. Was everything local? Uh, Not everything. Two out of the four artists. So it'd be okay. nice to do well, one with all local artists. Yeah, so we, we definitely want to do something for uh, any local artists out there. So definitely reach out to us on our Instagram, the DMs, and we'll definitely uh, like to work with y'all and, you know, just get y'all music out there and, and, and also also listen to something new. You know, exactly. just like we did last time, we heard something that we like. So definitely reach out to us and we'll be in touch with y'all. Exactly. And on that note, as we always like to say, uh, if you can't be good, at least be the best that you can be. And if you can't do that, man, at least make your mama proud. Yep. All right? Make mama proud, y'all. Exactly. And on that note, we out of here. We love y'all. Stay safe. Uh, keep your hands washed. Keep your ass clean. Be good, y'all. Peace. Peace. Peace.